2: The Snooze Flip is the most universal mattress on the planet, a mattress that is designed to fit everybody and everybody. Snooze Mattress is introducing the world's first four-in-one mattress where you can choose from soft, firm, cool, or cozy. Flip it to choose your comfort level and zip it with our reversible and washable temperature regulated cover. What you want today might not be what your body needs tomorrow. You buy one mattress to last eight years, but a lot can change in that amount of time as you get fitter, heavier, and older. Customize your comfort, zip it, Flip it and choose your snooze. Did you know a study at UC Berkeley suggests that couples who struggle to sleep well fight more often? We spend half of our lives asleep. And for some of us, we spend 100% of that time sleeping alongside our significant other. The snooze flip split king would allow couples to customize their sleep for more restful nights and without sleeping in different rooms. Don't sacrifice your sleep for your partner. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. I'm your host, Ruto, joined by AJ Hayfley and Jesse Montano. As the Avs, and nothing is confirmed yet other than Sampo Ranta has been sent back to the Colorado Eagles, but looks like some more guys might be getting healthy there are some rumors swirling about potential call-up options coming from the Eagles, so we're probably going to get into a little bit of the Avs roster situation and maybe take a little bit of a look at how they are developing prospects currently. But let's start with the news we do know. Sampo Ranta played 10 games to start the season with the Avs, is now getting sent to the Eagles. Uh, let's be real. Zero goals, zero assists, zero points. There is a reason why he's not sticking with the abs.
0: Yeah. um, You know, for me, it was one of those things like when I watched him last year in the playoffs, uh, those couple games he had, for him being a young kid, honestly, the fact, you know, he didn't get any goals, you know, anything like that, but he was out there, he survived, he was passable in an NHL playoff game. I was totally fine with that. Uh, You're now, you know, 10 games into a regular season. Uh, if you're going to be sticking in the lineup, you can't just be, be out there barely getting by. Uh, so yeah, no, no real surprise.
2: Yeah. Uh, and barely I, getting
0: by might even be generous. Yeah. Right. I think
2: barely getting by might be generous, barely getting by on the offensive side. Yeah. I think yeah. it's fair. And then, you know, not everything is his fault as, as we'll right. get into, but. Yeah, like let's
1: let's let's be real and I because I think that's a really good place to start there. Not everything is his fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Like too often when we get into like when we criticize a player or whatever, there are too many people in the world who take it as sample rant is the reason why the avalanche are losing games or whatever. (laughs) And it's like, whoa. Slow it down. He plays, he plays like 10 minutes a night, like (laughs) chill out. (laughs) Like, 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 let's whoa, 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 whoa.
2: (laughs) For a guy who has what? 30 seconds of penalty kill time. There's always four other skaters on the ice when he's playing is what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Like there's,
1: there's context here. Like there's, you know, we're going to get into, we're going to, we're going to get into the numbers, which are bad, but also like, it's not 100% on him. This doesn't mean he's a bad prospect. It doesn't mean he's a bad player. More than anything, it just shows that he wasn't ready, which was something that we had all really felt was, was true, true coming into the season. And we're, we were pretty surprised that he got the opening night look and then got 10 games on top of yeah. it because it just, like find a, find a, find a, a high watermark. What what's 10 games? What's the Sampo Ranta memory. And you can't say that it's a loud goal. <laughs>
2: well, there it goes. <laughs> it's gone. What's the
1: memory. What's the one that what's the most positive contribution you can remember off the top of your head in 10 games of Sampo Ranta. One strong net drive. That's the one I remember. The one where he lost the puck in like yep. the second or third game. Yep. That's it. There was also there was also he had the one net front scoring chance. The puck popped out from behind, yeah, yeah. and he was out for and it, and it got stopped. Yep, right into the chest, kind
2: yeah. of. But
0: uh, he also had that moment a couple nights ago uh, when you had him AJ as uh, first score of the game. He drove the net. I thought he was going to bang home that rebound. he uh, you know, yeah. get, hmm. get a good did a good job getting a stick he on a bouncing puck. That ba-
1: that backhand, yep. Yeah, he actually, yeah. that was competitive play.
0: And and so like you know Would've for me a lot of
1: money too, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> and and not to not to get too far ahead, but like honestly, that is the stuff that I am trying to take out of this. <clears throat> you know, AJ, to your point, like this does not mean he's a bad prospect. I actually no. take it as the exact opposite. The, to me, this shows that he is still a really good prospect. He came out of camp. He showed enough in camp to stick. You know, they had a, a couple early season, even with the injuries. You know, guys like Alex Newhook. Uh, you know, Maltsev getting sent down. He did something that the coaching staff liked enough for him to stick. And yeah, he's just not quite there yet. Um, But to me, I I don't think that there should be any reason for people to be down on him. Um, When when you think about it, you saw those, albeit small, but they were flashes, right? Flashes in the pan of of him being able to compete at this level. Um, Obviously, not the step that anybody was hoping for, looking for, um, you know, not what the coaching staff was wanting out of him when they decide to keep him around, then keep him around for 10 games. But um, moments here and there where, yeah, he goes down to the AHL. If he can build on that. Um, I still think you have a really exciting prospect here.
2: So, and I do think this is a good thing from the organizational side as well. It, it's pretty clear yeah. there's something they like in Sampo Ranta. And we've seen this start to happen a little bit more with with players in the organization for the Avs. You know, a couple of years ago, they gave Martin nine games, things like that. But this is the first time we've really seen them give a prospect a real proper look, even when they maybe weren't playing the best. They gave Ranta the full 10 games to say, let's see what you have. It's now clear that he's just not ready. So he's going to go back to the AHL, get to work on whatever he needs to work on in the Avs' eyes. And you go from there. From a from a standpoint of tracking a player's development, I think it's certainly a lot better look to see a guy get an opportunity like that. Now, you can have a conversation about guys that they haven't done that with, but that's not for today's show. A lot of things I think positive around Sampo Ranta. But can I go ahead?
0: Can I ask real fast though, just in 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 terms of that just your guys' kind of opinion, because this to me, I do kind of look at it because Rudo, I, I, I really agree. Like it is nice to see them give this extended look, right? Like that's what this fan base has, has been asking for, for several years. Give these guys a look. Do you think, and and maybe, you know, <laughs> these first 10 games are a bad example, but do you think this is them saying, Hey, we, we finally have a roster where we're in the, uh, you know, at a standpoint where we can give someone an extended look and maybe a little bit more sheltered minutes as over the last few years, they've had to have every single point. So some of those guys, you know, you think about AJ Greer is the one that, you know, I, I know most people would, would pound the table over. Do you think maybe just where they are at organizationally is playing any type of role in this? I, I think
2: it helps. I think it's also a bit of a mindset shift as well too, right? Like they didn't need every single point last year and they weren't super willing to give Cout a lot of opportunity. Yes, he did not play well in the handful of NHL games he got, but he didn't get an opportunity like Sampo got this year, and like Martin Cout is still getting this year. Kind of skimmed over in this is Martin Cout is still on the NHL roster. He's also someone who has zero points, hasn't been particularly effective as far as getting on the score sheet and things like that pretty pretty similar
1: actually there to uh, Kaut and Ranta this year where you look at it you say hey, nothing bad is for the most part nothing bad is happening with them yeah. out there um it was more true of Kaut than Ranta because Ranta was on the ice for i think 5 4 5 goals against i
2: think it's 5 yeah
1: and only one goal for and uh i can't say that i have Kaut's numbers in front of me but i don't know that he was involved in a whole lot of on ice
2: activity after game seven or eight i think he was he'd actually been on ice for zero goals against and but it is which like didn't add up with his expected goals against but sure when when a dude's getting saves a dude's getting saves uh
1: yeah that's the thing though is that none of them are are doing anything offensively like bad things aren't happening to them defensively which is where i think they're earning Chances Continue they're earning the a leash, leash. Sure. because they're not out there getting them. I mean, what happened? Why is Mikhail Malcev in the AHL? Why was he sent to the because AHL? He had one brutal defensive game. Yeah, because in a game where Colorado's top line was humming, he was he was the primary guy responsible for two goals in the Tampa Bay game. Yep, and that's just problematic. Yeah, like is. that was the that was the big difference between why Maltsev's leash didn't exist and why Kout and Ranta and you know some of these other Megna Megna's uh you know we he's the AHL vet guy that we talk about, but he's pretty much in the same boat. He's making a living on nothing happening. Yeah, bad bad yeah. things aren't happening to him on the ice, so they're getting opportunity to go out there and have more bad things not happen to them. Yeah. But and, and- they're not creating like in the world of, in the world of, uh, how, how difficult is this, um, uh, to, to develop stuff like those guys, those guys aren't doing anything offensively. None of them are doing anything offensively. So, you know, it's, it's not a, it, it's, it's like they're defensively, you can live with what you're getting, um, um. I think more so in Kout's case than Ranta's case, but offensively, all of them have to step up. You
2: gotta have the entire
1: bottom six has to step up. Tyson Hills has to step up. Darren Helm has to step up. Logan O'Connor, I'm pretty happy with Logan O'Connor, save for the one big mistake the other day. Like I'm I'm good with LLC, but what I'm saying, like that whole that whole like group, offensively needs needs more production. Needs to do something, man something
2: certainly the guys that are getting more minutes you know it it ends up being the helms of the world that play third line level minutes when the abs have guys out and injured and helm has one goal this year yeah granted i thought he had two no i'm pretty sure it's only the one unless any either way right yeah Uh, (laughs) one or two (laughs) i I say that But McKinnon only has one one goal this year. It is one.
1: one? Yeah, it's one. Yeah, Darren Helm has one point in 10 games.
2: Yeah, that the point is where I was getting to is you look at the Avs bottom guys, and outside of JT Comfer, the production is one point, two points. Yeah, and Comfer's
1: Comfer's comes with two, I think, two notable asterisks. His production's not coming at five on five. Yep. And he's getting
2: top six minutes really (laughs) well
1: and comfort comfort is getting obliterated and
2: that's true too yeah so even then it's just a it's a weird mix in the bottom six right now as it stands
1: i do i do want on the uh on this front of ranta before we move on yeah um, i do at least actual numbers yeah i do at least want to when we say it's been bad I want to make sure that it, that we actually put it out there for the world to understand. It's been bad. Uh, <laughs> 10 games, 91 minutes and 37 seconds of time on ice at 5-on-5. Five five. I'm only going to look at 5-on-5 five five numbers. Um, 44% Corsi. 40, 43% Fenwick. 44% actual shots on goal. 16% goals for... Um, that's one goal for that's, and five against. That's so bad. 48 <laughs> scoring chances, 50 percent high danger chances. That's the one where you're like, Hey, he's created a bunch.
2: Has he created a bunch or is he limiting them?
1: He, uh, it's 15 15. Ah, so, um, Damn, your guys' obsession with McDermott when he's not even fucking playing, I swear. <laughs> um, his PD now, this is where this is where you look at Ranta and you say, This is he's he's been a little bit of bad luck here. On ice shooting percentage is two, 2.27, which come on. Uh, his PDO is 933, on ice save percentage is 9107, which
2: is pretty normal.
1: Yeah, that's right in the range of,
2: yeah. Now, here's my thing, and you went over this with us a little bit before the show. He has, if you included his power play time, it was he has nine shots on goal. Yep. In 10 games. At all strengths, nine shots. So he is. And 20 shot attempts. Playing it on a line that is clearly shooting horribly. One of my concerns is Ranta was a guy who could finish in the NCAA. Yeah. Like a big selling point for him was he has a very good shot. And we just haven't seen it at all this season
0: well and i feel like maybe that's why he's gotten a couple the you know this he was maybe kind of the first prospect that's gotten this a little bit more of an extended look you know even when you bump him up next to a guy like martin Cout, maybe that is what what the coaching staff was seeing is hey this this kid's you know what we just talked about he's doing all right in the defensive zone he's not making any real glaring errors himself and they were just kind of hoping and waiting for that Goal scoring touch that easy goal, uh, to to come and it, it never really did. There was there was even, a comment. Go ahead.
2: Well, even when you look at the disallowed goal, right? It's a tip in play. It's right. not uh yeah.
1: him nice firing tip. a
2: puck. Right, right, yeah, right,
0: That's Martin Couch shot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And and I don't know. Maybe maybe that was what it was. Maybe that's why he was kind of the first real prospect that comes to mind that has gotten this real extended look. Was hey, we're just we we know that he's gonna you know, put home a couple nice, easy goals and get himself rolling. And just with that never coming, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, those shot numbers make sense based on what, you know, if you start kind of thinking back over these first 10 games, like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, honestly, that's just shocking to me given the type of player he is the type of player he was at college. Like that is just a surprising number when you think about it from that standpoint. Definitely. It
2: it, it plays into the, some of the big concerns with his game, right? His, his concern is always going to be, is he going to be able to think the game at an NHL level? And Mm -hmm. so far in the offensive zone, he hasn't been able to find the openings. We'll put it that way, particularly often.
0: And, and you do wonder because, uh, does anybody know off the top of their head, how many AHL games he got in last season? I can not look many. it up.
2: It was not many. It might be less um, than 10 I want to say, yeah. And
0: and maybe that is something where you know, he is this is just him he getting f-
1: acclimated. He had 14 regular season games and two okay. playoff okay. So games.
0: That's,
2: a, that's not a ton, but he so had it's
1: seven, like he had not 7 he had 7 points in the regular season and 2 points in two playoff games for the Eagles last year.
0: So yeah, you know maybe maybe this is something where it's just hey, he is still getting used to that pro speed and and, and maybe um You know, we we've become a little impatient with guys because especially this organization, you know, for several years there, you had guys that were jumping straight to the NHL or, you know, in Miko Rantanen's case under Patrick Wall, you kind of forget that he was, uh, I believe, what was it, co-MVP or co-rookie of the year in the AHL? Like he had a great AHL year.
1: Yeah, he was 18 years old.
0: Right. But, and then, and then it was one of those things where right as he jumped in the NHL, it just seemed to kind of click. Um, so maybe there is just a little bit of us, you know, around, around the abs where it's like, oh man, we, we we do have to remember that, Hey, this is still a kid who's acclimating to pro hockey coming out of college. It's a big step up. Um, I I really do. I think, I think AHL time is going to be really, really good for, for Ranta. I'm still really high on this kid as a prospect. Um, Ruto, to your point, once everything starts making a little bit more sense for him at the the pro level, the game slows down a bit. Um, He gets used to finding those lanes and and understanding that, hey, those lanes are going to close quicker. You've got to create your own space a little bit more. Um, You know, you can't just walk through three guys like you could on some nights when he was in college. Right. Playing against, um, you know, some of the lesser D1 competition. not, Um, Not really what he did either. He was the guy that, you know, he went way out wide on the yeah, right side. He cut the moves. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Slammed pucks home through five holes of bad goalies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe, you know, he, it's just going to take him a couple, just a little bit longer to, to get there. But I, I do, I, I still have full faith that this is going to be a really good prospect for the abs. Um, maybe, maybe not even full time this season, but this is still a guy that I definitely see as, coming in the pipeline that, that can definitely help uh, with, with the wing issues.
2: AJ kind of made this point about new hook a couple days ago, but Ranta is absolutely not a guy you want to jerk around. You've sent him to the AHL, give him 25, 30 games minimum down what? there before you start considering. bringing. Don't him
1: back think up. about bringing Ranta barring, barring any more like, like injury craziness. Yeah, of course, if you're because desperate, that always, that, yeah, that always changes the equation here, but right. Barring barring any of that, um, for me just personally, I don't look at bringing Ranta back up until the new year. Yeah, I leave him down there and let him make sure that he's good.
0: Yep. Yeah, I I want to circle back to that thought, but I know uh, I know we're kind of running long on this segment, but I do want to circle back to that thought
2: we will we will get back to that thought for sure if you need reminders to get back to some of your thoughts like taking care of your teeth green mountain dental group has you covered has you comfort covered why not why not just 15 minutes from downtown denver they are a family owned dentist that have been there for a very long time they've been with us for a very long time they know what they're doing they take care of your teeth and they want to help you take care of your teeth they're giving you a free sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them they're super fast they're super easy check them out if you haven't already tons of people have switched and they've all told us they do a great job so I don't really know what a better endorsement is than when I hear from people that our sponsors are amazing. So that's, that's what I'm going with. That's the best endorsement I can give. Also be sure to check out Breckenridge brewery, the official beer of DNBR eight different kinds on tap down at the bar. You can also get it at your local liquor store, anywhere in the lower 48 officially. Now um, there uh, I actually at my local, the Christmas kegs are out already. So, Gonna have to pick one of the Christmas kegs up. Maybe I'll bring it to Friendsgiving. We'll see how it goes. Uh anyway, <laughs> check out Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, their Breck Beer Locator online can tell you what types of beer you can find near you. And now's a great time to sign up for the DNVR annual membership. You may have noticed the significant uptick in content from the Avs beat this week. That's the new normal, baby, with all the all the faces we got on the beat. We're gonna we're gonna bury you guys in Avalanche coverage this year. So hope you're ready for it. Hope you want to get in on it. If you're not sure, you're on the fence about you know getting a DNVR membership. You can get your first month for 50 cents. So I guarantee you our coverage is worth 50 cents. I think it's worth well more than what you pay for the annual membership, which also gives you a free shirt, twenty two ounce beers at the bar, access to the DNVR lounge, a whole bunch of other stuff too. So yeah. I think uh I think we're well worth the money. Consider supporting us. Check us out. Get all of our dope content. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche Ooh, Podcast presented by Draft Question Sportsbook. <laughs> AJ AJ reading the chat over here. <laughs> <It's> Baja blast. <laughs> it, I don't... He's, he's right, fam. All right. For all my bad food takes, I'm in on this one. Oof.
0: I, I don't just don't really like Mountain Dew. Yeah,
2: well.
1: That's fine. I know it's too extreme for a lot of people, but for me, it's Nectar of the Gods.
2: Good greed.
0: Too but extreme. I haven't <laughs> tried That's the, the problem, dude. It's, it's so sugary, man. That could have been like a 90s Mountain Dew commercial. It's too extreme for adults.
1: <laughs> that would have been Surge, bro. In yeah, the 90s, yeah. that was called Surge.
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's probably the reason I lost all my teeth, but you know, we're good now.
1: Dude, Mountain Mountain Dew is nectar of the cots. <laughs> all wow, right.
2: Chat's pretty animated about this argument. We're yeah,
1: split w- on Mountain Dew. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and need to ban Mountain Pooh here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mountain don't like that one. Yeah, well, no, Baja, so, Baja Blast is bad, bro. It's yeah, I bad. I don't. I, I
1: can't believe Taco Bell was like, we're going to get our own flavor, and we're going to pump it constantly, and nobody's ever going to order it. Have you tried
2: the new flavor, bad. the Vibe or whatever it's called?
1: I the, the one that they came out with in the spring, the Major Melon
2: one, it's okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just want to say
2: I went to Taco Bell yesterday, and I got a Baja Blast. I yeah, actually I, paid for a Baja Blast yesterday. Yeah, a Checo fan would like Baja Blast. Yeah, <laughs> all like respect I to the
1: weekend Checo
2: had. Okay,
1: he, he that he went was off awesome. in Mexico, but it yeah. was
2: awesome.
0: When I when I saw him because he was wearing that hat a couple days ago and it looked like the Pecan Lodge uh, logo. Symbol, yeah, AJ from uh, from hmm. Dallas. Let me tell you how excited I am for that <laughs> in a few months. <laughs> uh, I've so I've got that sticker on one of my water bottles. I don't know where it is, but.
2: Hmm. That place, all right. So, we yeah, so frizzy positive about Sampo, but
0: yeah, so so let me just circle back and just kind mm. of uh wrap up just my, my thought there with, with in regards to keep Rampo, Rampo, that's fine. Sam- we, call them, we call him all kinds of shit, so <laughs> keep Simpo in the AHL <laughs> for a while because that is something that I do feel like is missed a lot. And I know we've, I know we've even talked about it on the show since I've been back that you see organizations do this all the time. You know, it's just one of those things where, Oh, you have a young guy who's struggling, send him down. They send him down for two games. He has, you know, two goals and an assist in in two games and they get trigger hack happy and bring him right back up. And it's like, cool. That did nothing for anyone that helped. Absolutely. No one. If you were going to do this, send him down there and let him follow the right process. You look at Alex Newhook um, and what he's done in his time since being sent down. And honestly, I think that, I think that is the right call up to make. I I think they do need to get him into the lineup just with what he brings. I think that could be a real injection, but honestly, if this team was rolling uh, better than they are right now, that would almost even be someone that would say, leave him down there, leave him down there for a little bit. Let him, let him keep, Doing what he's doing here, um, I, I just I don't think there ever needs to be a huge rush, um, you know, with these guys. And I think there's actually a lot of organizations that that end up sending guys down that end up really not benefiting anybody—the team, the player, the minor league team. So I, I just wanted to make sure that I touched on that. That I I, I think that is something that's uh, key for this. That if you're going to do it, commit to it. Let this kid get acclimated in the way that he needs to.
2: So on the flip you, side of this conversation,
0: yeah. Who, who, if
2: anyone, who do you bring up? Because first of all, as Jesse reported at practice today, Val Nachushkin in a full contact sweater, taking full practice. Um, is that, is it that simple? Don't call up anyone and just drop Nachushkin back into the lineup. No. Okay. I didn't think so, but
0: <laughs> You could, but after.
1: you could no. Why would you no? You don't he played Saturday night in Columbus.
2: Did he? Am I dumb? No,
1: I mean I mean Ranta. The comment oh, that just was oh, up oh, on the okay. screen. Oh, oh, oh the comment oh. that you here just showed. No, you don't he played Saturday night in Columbus. You're gonna have him fly back just to play him in an AHL game. No, you don't need to you don't need to push it that hard. Yeah, That one game, like you're so desperate to get him into a game that you're just gonna throw him into a back-to-back in a terrible situation like that. No. No need. Not Especially like take, rush, him, yeah. take him, take him, give him time. Send him, send him down and be slow, be slow with it. So um
2: Thank you for the super chat, Rob. Uh, I have not heard of any Sammy G trade rumors. I mean- yeah,
1: there was there was a rumor aggregate site, a trade rumor aggregate site that was making it up today. Um, and like I've been talking about it as more of like a if this continues to go really poorly, sure. Conceptually, yeah, then maybe, yeah, then maybe that's the yeah. maybe that's where you start to look. But that's that is not something that you do until. Much much later in the year, I probably not even this season. That's probably an off-season conversation, because you aren't you aren't looking at trading Sammy G and saying, "Oh, that solves our problems." And if you were going to trade Gerard, you would want to you would want to at least look at seeing what you could get for Taves first, just yep. based on the age of the those contract guys. Contract differences
2: too, yeah, yeah.
1: Like there's such a big difference between them in terms of age and contract that you would start with Taves first yep so no that's not no you're you're not you're not doing any of that uh you're not seriously doing any of that like i talk about it and some of it is because i grew up in the internet and i just like throwing meat to the wolves (laughs) sometimes well and and also Uh, if
2: if you know someone walks up and offers you a ridiculous value trade for Sam Gerard, uh, well, you would do it. I mean, it, like, but.
1: we had these conversations. Like, if if Toronto calls and is like, hey, we're going to offer you William Nylander for Sam Gerard straight up. You just go, okay. You don't, <laughs> you don't hang that phone up, you know? Obviously, you know, if if, if Calgary calls up and says, hey, what what about Mack for Sammy G straight up? You know, then you have you're having a conversation, you're talking. Are about you? That. I think you're dialing the NHL well, hotline I'm immediately. Immediately,
2: if I'm that's sorry, immediately.
1: But if, if it's yes, if it's Mac and Chuck, you're like, We're gonna go ahead and do this before you talk yourself out of it. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's there are things where if a, if a team calls and is like,
2: Yeah, hey, there's a
1: dialogue, sure. Um. Yeah, no. If Montreal offers Nick Suzuki, that's one that you have a real conversation about because, like Matt Kachuk, William Nylander, you're like, yeah, done. That's a that was a tough. Those call. dudes that are established
2: studs. Yeah. yeah,
1: but like Nick Suzuki, you're like ah, probably going to be pretty good. Like his game would probably, yeah. Is that an immediate answer? I don't, I don't know about that. But anyway, um, no, we're. We're not going to worry too much about the same trades. To get right? back That's on topic,
2: we're starting with Val Nichushkin, possible to return to the lineup Thursday night.
1: Yeah. Um, so that helps you because he immediately drops in onto your second line next to Kadri and Burakovsky. Yeah. For the first time all year, Thursday night, the top six. they will have complete. their established yeah. the top six, their preferred top six, top six Hopefully. that they actually want. I mean, he's not in a no contact. Makar. McCarr in the no contact Jersey makes me feel like it's pretty iffy with Nuke. So, I'm assuming he's going to play.
0: So one if, of the things I talked rolling. about um, in, in the practice notebook, uh, make sure to head over to DNBR.com uh, uh, to read it uh, notes from practice this morning. What I thought was so interesting. Kale McCarr was in a red, no contact and spent, <laughs> spent a nice chunk of the optional skate. Doing board battle drills where he was wearing pretty heavy contact, and and then you know he would he would kind of flip, um, you know rolls on that drill and was giving good contact. So he was wearing the red, um, don't touch me jersey, but uh, he he was definitely getting in there, mixing it up, um, you know, wearing a lot of contact, fighting along the wall. So definitely makes you instills a little bit of confidence that even though he's in the red, that car may be back. Um. I didn't see him shooting. Yeah, should he be no, wearing he...
2: A, a red glove? Is that really yeah, what
0: yeah. He be wearing in these
1: practices? Yo, not going to call anybody out here, but there was a lady at the bar wearing Michael Jackson gloves the other night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, like, yes. late at night. When gloves? Most everybody. Yeah, gloves. Both hands. White, white like, jewel-studded gloves. And I was, like, yeah. fascinated
2: by this. Yeah. Anyway. Love Dude. it fashion
0: statement let's go yeah i was gonna say i'm all about it
1: i so, caught it out of the corner of my eye and i was like wait what and it, then I, as soon like, as
0: well. as soon as we start morning skate mimosas that's i'm just going i'm just going <laughs> double diamond studded gloves it's it's that's sherwood
2: that game. wears the lace gloves under his yes those gloves right yeah okay.
0: yeah the one who looks
1: like he's got the surgeon's gloves yeah underneath, and you're yeah. like
2: what is what's going on here okay <laughs> weirdo <laughs> Whatever works for you, I guess.
1: I just, but, I can't, I can't even imagine, like, a, the feel of it. I can't imagine what that feels like. Uh, to, have, to have two layers between your yeah. hand and your and the stick is...
2: Dude, yeah, playing probable. baseball, I don't even want one. I didn't use batting gloves or anything like that. But next game could be a theoretically healthy squad. They'll still be out without Fransos. Um But he wouldn't yeah, really I mean, play anyway, so...
1: P.S. Darcy Kemper, go look at his last five games.
2: Pretty good.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, there's, there's an interesting... Sorry, you know, I'm probably getting ahead of myself. Keep going. We were talking about Natchushkin. Yeah, so Val coming
2: back, I think particularly on a team that has missed a lot of the defensive details in the last couple of games. He's got to be a boon there, right?
1: Dude, And they're transition coverage defensively at forward. It's bad. It's not like problem solved. Everybody will be good at this. But one, you take Ranta out of there because that was one of the areas where he was truly awful. Uh, You throw Nachushkin in there. That's a huge upgrade. That's going to help. But also you get you push some of these other guys down. You know, you get Jost and Comfer actually in bottom six roles not occasionally moonlighting and getting more minutes, right? Uh, and trying to play up a little bit and you get consistent lines and not this nonstop tinkering because Bednar's just trying to find any kind of a spark anywhere in a lineup that doesn't make any sense because they're short on offensive talent. Like you actually, it just does so much for your lineup to get even if, even though I don't think the sticks in your top six long term this year, the, his reliability and what he does well. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be a big, it's, it's, it shouldn't be this important to get bound the chushkin back, but it it means a lot right now.
0: Well, and you're going to get some of that, you know, that try hard back. I mean, he, he skates so hard on the four check. He does great job pursuing pucks down low, putting pressure in the neutral zone. And, and that honestly is something that, that, I know this is very repetitive, a lot of what you just said, but like that's something that they're definitely missing. And just someone who's going to go out there, chase pucks down, run guys into the wall, dig pugs out. Like, like he, he really is the type of player that they they've missed way more than anybody thought they would through these first 10 games. Um, just everything he brings, the stuff that he does well uh, is, is a lot of it is what they're needing right now.
2: So so is Val in the rare candy? Is he gonna turn the abs from a magic carp into a
0: Gyarados? <sighs> Fucking dork. Hell of a reference. <laughs> Hell of a reference. Did you guys play Pokemon growing up? Yeah, obviously. obviously. I, I actually
1: didn't. I played Pokemon as an adult. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, got to like I got to Pokemon too, as, yeah. an, as an adult.
2: All right. Hold on. Do you have favorite Pokemon? No. Slackers. <laughs>
0: slackers yeah, off no out. i don't i don't think i have a favorite but uh no i remember uh uh pokemon the uh, red edition on my game boy color mm, i had red wo- too. wore that thing out
1: my favorite pokemon was pokemon snap
2: yeah. pokemon snap is great too hard to argue uh, with that
0: The but... I, I remember i i do just remember the one on the game boy color that came with a little printer like two megapixels across the entire thing it's amazing I uh I
2: also have a favorite Pokemon move. It's called stunseed. Uh it it pretty much does what it says on the tin, right? So, makes sense. Makes it super easy to beat Pokemon. But uh hey hey chat. Chat, could you type stunseed backward for me real quick in the chat? I'm it's probably going to take him a minute to get it in there. But That's such a complicated <laughs> lead up. <out. laughs> It's okay. The A couple of them already know. A couple of them already know. As you're typing it in, I'm sure you've realized that it says these nuts. So <laughs> go on over to Manscaped. Get yourself 20% off with code DNVR. Uh, use the perfect package 4.0. You'll get free shipping if you order that as well. Uh you all know how it goes. You can also get their new body washes. I got a, I got a couple, and they're quite nice. I actually quite like them. So check out their, uh, their new products. They can also give you breath mints, shave mats, all sorts of stuff to take care of your body top to bottom. So uh, we got them, boys. We got another one in the chat. We're good. Uh, Also check out Hassle Cattle Company. They have a holiday special going on right now. You can use code DNBR15 to get 15% off all of their meats. Uh, Get whatever you want for the holidays. Maybe you're not a turkey man and you'd rather have a steak for Thanksgiving. I know I would prefer a steak, but check out Hassle. They can give you whatever you need, whether it be burgers, tomahawk steaks, sirloins, bone-in ribeyes, you name it. They got it all. Whatever you need. Covered top to bottom. $200 orders get free shipping as well. So get the whole family together. Everyone gets steaks for, for Thanksgiving and uh get yourself 15% off. <laughs> Last but not least, be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook. They have the amazing odds boost every single day. Make sure you sign up with that DNVR code <laughs> with a new account, and then you can get the real good stuff from there. Right now, when you bet, one dollar on either team. Hang on, what does this bet say? We they just change it over to a new one. Uh, when you bet one dollar on either team to score, you win a hundred dollars in free bets on any NFL game in the coming week. So, unless the game ends in a zero zero tie, you get a hundred dollars in free bets. Seems pretty likely. Jump on that one. You can also jump in with same game parlays. I know we're doing a bunch of the normal parlays, but it's always fun to to get in on a same game or if you're feeling good about someone scoring a goal, and then that team to win, you can usually get pretty darn good odds. So check out that way to combine multiple bets and boost your odds. DraftKings is super safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that DNBR code to bet $1 to win $100 in free bets. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 3rd period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Val can likely to slot in, but the Avs still do have roster spots to play with if they want to, and let's be real, <clears throat> looking at the Colorado Eagles, it's... It's hard not to get excited about both Alex Newhook and Mikhail Maltsev right now. They've both been kind of kind of playing quite well.
1: 13 points in nine games. No love for Dylan Sakura at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> well, he's not
2: a prospect. Sorry, bud.
1: Well, does that mean he's not getting called
2: up? I, he could well be called up, but. We don't because know. Yet.
1: For me, I've I think there are three obvious candidates, and it's the three that just got named. It's Sakura, it's New hook. it's
2: Maltov. Yeah. I I'd be pretty surprised. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe you're having a conversation about Sherwood or something, but he's already there, so is he? Yes. I I thought they yeah. sent him back down. All right. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Yeah, First of all, there. Which one would you bring up? And secondly, do you actually play them on Thursday?
0: I'd bring up Sakura just to see if they'll give number nine to another call up.
2: <laughs> see if they do it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like uh, it. I like the answer.
1: <laughs> uh, bring up no, Dennis I mean, Gilbert. He can't stop scoring. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Mateo is still dead. I, I honestly don't know. I I, I think
1: I <laughs> love that we refer to hurt players as dead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, players it's dead? it's D E D dead though. Yeah, can't, you can't type the A. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just funny to me. Is like, is this guy still dead? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Okay, dude. I I don't I don't know. I I, that's I think it's not how, how it works. To... <laughs> <laughs> I uh. uh I think you're, I think it's great that you're in a situation where you, seriously, you have three guys that you can look at and say, all three of these guys are earning, you know, call up opportunity. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you, with where this team is at right now, anybody that can come in and and inject some life into your lineup, I think is what you need. Um, I think that's kind of why Dylan Sakura doesn't really come to mind for me because dude's played NHL games. He's been around the league uh, for a few seasons now. Um, you kind of know what to expect out of him. Uh, I really do. I think that new hook could be a guy that if he comes in and can start making those baby steps in the direction you want, that could be a real spark. Um, you know, for this, this team top to bottom, not just getting a young guy into the lineup and and getting him, you know, some reps and some looks, um, he, he could actually make a difference for this team, literally just his play and his energy.
2: So, if I'm calling up Sakura, it's to not play him, to be honest with you. I think he's the guy you call up as an extra forward that ends up in the press box. But what I would want personally is Newhook, but what I think actually happens is Maltsev. Maltsev's who I would call up. So, I, I expect to see Maltsev... If only because, one, he's a guy the Avs actively targeted, and we talked about that a lot. Two, the very aggressive way he was sent to the minors felt more like a, hey, we need better from you sort of message from I've, the Avs.
1: I've talked about it. That was an accountability lesson that they yeah. taught him. Um, That was not a, we don't think you can play here. We don't want you here. That was a we have expectations and standards that you've got to live up to and you're going to make mistakes that cost us two, two goals in the sink in a single game. Um, you know, not that again, not that there weren't other guys on the ice, including a goaltender, but he was the primary culprit in two goals in a, in a game where they gave up three. So um. I would I would say Maltev should be I Maltev makes more sense to me because you drop him in as 4C. Like you drop him in as your 4C. I think he's gonna be your 4C anyway. And then <clears throat> and then you have you know Hellman O'Connor there. And then you have you know Nachushkin on your in your on your second line and you have Jost and Comfer and I guess Sherwood, you kind of you're kind of still trying to figure it out, right? But I think Maltsev Maltsev is a guy that I I like the idea of Maltsev just because he solves a problem for you. I like the idea of Newhook because he's the highest potential forward prospect in your entire organization and the whole thing. Out of out of all the guys not currently in the NHL, Alex Newhook is the guy that you have the highest hopes for turning into the highest impact player in the NHL he's he had a slow start going down to the end to, to the AHL statistically it's been much better and he's he's sitting on 11 points in 10 games there's no doubt Alex Newhook is going to be an NHL guy at some point
2: so you've kind of led me to my next question here is there a world where they bring up two of these guys and send Jason Megna back or maybe I would I would
1: love that because Maltsev you put Maltsev in Megna's spot Get rid of Jason Magnus not done anything for you. Move and Sherwood then to the 13th put, forward spot. Kind of yeah, exactly. And then you and then you have New Hook next to I guess Jostin Comfer. And then you have Maltsev next to Helm and O'Connor. And I'm like, great, this this I'm I this I like. This is this is that's a forward core that you're like, hey, these are some changes that maybe make you a little more dangerous. And I think that new hook could help Tyson Jost find a little bit of the offense because Tyson yeah. Jost doesn't like to shoot pucks. Tyson Jost doesn't have any confidence that when he shoots pucks, good things are going to happen. And he's got, he's, he. you throw a guy like new hook onto a line with them. And if they can four check effectively, if they can get after it, if they can really be effective, maybe in instead of comfort, maybe you put LOC there, you know, go dig pucks out, go win board battles. And you kind of just have like this weird mix of college graduates <laughs> line and part two yeah and, hey. and I just I don't know I I I like the idea of calling them both up. I don't think that's gonna happen but I I do really I I, I mean new hook highest upside guy, the guy that you're more comfortable moving higher on up into the lineup uh, and giving serious offensive looks to. Maltzev a guy that I think becomes your four C, a guy that will ultimately, when the first day of the postseason starts and the Avs find their way into the first round, you know, I think Mikhail Maltsev is the guy that 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 is in your lineup when that happens. I think that they're just we're just delaying the inevitable here. He's clearly too good for the AHL, so I think we're just getting there.
2: Yep, just waiting for the opportunity and for it to. Yeah get yeah. going in the nhl in the right direction yeah and right?
1: i and and really i just i don't think jason megan is that guy i think they're yep. waiting for one of these young guys to boot him out of that spot and say all right this is my job now i think Maltsev takes that takes that job and then new hook you could play higher up in the lineup if they call up dylan sakura
2: i would i play him over jason Megna.
0: Right
2: <laughs> yeah At least, at least it's something different at that point. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like, like, again, like Meghna not hurting them. Yeah. You know, like he's not, you, I don't want it to seem, I'm, I'm always, I've always been so down on him, but it's just because he's not an NHL player. He's a really good AHL guy, but he's just not an NHL player. He's just not. And he doesn't, he doesn't do a whole lot when he's up and you look at it like bad things aren't happening. His underlings and analytics and stuff are actually great this year, and I think that gives them the cover to keep keep
2: doing this for a little while. But he's just not doing anything. Jesse, the chat, is uh, wondering a lot about the second line here. I see guys saying keep LOC up there to put Nuke back with Joe. I see guys saying YOLO new hook up there. What do you think?
0: Um, honestly, you know, I, I've been, I've been a fan of, of LOC skating on that line. Um, just because I think he brings a lot of what they're missing right now, but I, I mean like, look, you, you gotta be honest with yourself. I think he's a great energy guy. He moves his feet. Um, I think he's kind of exceeded everyone's expectations over the last couple of years. Um, but I mean, that's not a second line player. Like in the NHL at the end of the day, Logan O'Connor just is not a second line player. Um, Kind of has that like John Mitchell effect from a few years ago where it's like, yeah, you can get away with it for a couple games, him being right there and he'll do a couple good things. And John Mitchell was
1: always such a weirdo as a bottom six guy though, because he was a, he was a puck dangler. He could do fancy things. He had a decent shot.
0: He had a great shot. He was
1: like the opposite of your, of a traditional bottom six guy. He had all (laughs) the, he had all the the fancy skills and, and lacked a lot of like the grit aspect of things. So and, weird.
0: So weird. And and, and honestly, again, I, I fully agree. I, I don't think him and Logan O'Connor are like comparable players, but like he does have that kind of vibe to me where it's like, yeah, you can play him up in your lineup and get away with it. I, I think the ultimate goal is for Alex Newhook to be in that spot. I, I think if everything goes the way you want it to, yes, Alex Newhook is up in that top six. I thought uh, Nachushkin and Jost were, were such a nice little you know pairing last year. Um, but that's ultimately what I would like to see. But as you are working to that, you know, honestly, I, I don't have an issue with Logan O'Connor staying in that spot for another game. Um, you know, maybe two as as they are trying to get back on track, trying to get their legs moving, trying to get things going in the right direction. Um, but ultimately, I, I think you do need to have your, your best players playing up in the lineup. Um, I think Nachushkin starts there, but I do ultimately think they are trying to end up with new hook there, I think you want Val Nichushkin in your bottom six. That's where he's kind of best suited playing alongside of Tyson Jost. Um, but honestly, if we're just talking about for Thursday, I said, regardless my, where you call up, keep LOC there.
2: My one, my one argument that I wouldn't do that is you can't reward him for the the mistake on the first goal the other night.
0: Yeah, no. And that's a great point. It's honestly, it's, it's a great point. That's, that's one of those things. And that's where he does kind of get, that's too harsh. Well, well, he I, makes I, an I, obvious mistake, but also he has been one of your
1: few consistent players all year. Sure. Yeah, and he's been one of the few guys that has actually set the tone you're trying to set every night. And he yep. made and, he made a bad mistake the the other night. There's no doubt. There's no getting around it. It happened. But yeah. also,
2: like, and no. and you what? pushed him right up into his skill ceiling. He hit that skill ceiling like a sack of bricks, and now put him back to where he works.
0: Well, see, and, and here, so this is this is my thing, because I, I I in the ultimate cop out, I agree with both points. I can't <laughs> be wrong. But but you know, like to me, that's something where I say I like him there. I think it's a nice reward for how he's played this season and how to AJ's point he has been one of the few tone setters. But yeah, if if, if that happens again and he does start losing a couple of those reads playing up in the lineup then yeah, I think that is where you do see you need to shuffle him back down. But honestly, for me, I am willing to write that off as, hey, he made a bad mistake, just because what we have seen from Logan O'Connor over the last few years is he has gotten better every single time. He saw it. You know they've talked to him about it. You know he's watched the video. I say you keep him there for at least another game. Give him the opportunity to get it back. He scored a goal the previous game, He got burned on a bad one this past game. Cool. So he's kind of a wash on those types of things. Um, I think you leave him there. Let Nachushkin get back to game speed at, at kind of a more sheltered pace. Um, I like Logan O'Connor there uh, on that in that top six for Thursday. Um, but ultimately, uh, unless he starts really taking big steps, if you got Logan O'Connor in your top six, well, you probably got other issues.
2: Ultimately, what I think is going to happen is uh, get your smoothie making materials out because it's going to blend, baby. Uh, <laughs> Bednar's going to play whoever's working in that spot. It, it doesn't matter if it's Kiefer Sherwood or JT Comfer or Logan O'Connor. Pick one and anything in between, and the- you can see it.
0: Oh, this, this, I, I the swap JT confer and Logan O'Connor. I was thinking, I, I said a couple days ago, I think it'd be interesting to get Logan O'Connor, a few reps with Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen. I don't know if I'd plug him in there for an entire game,
2: but um, I mean, it worked last year or two years ago when they just dropped Matt Calvert next to McKinnon, right? For a little yeah, bit.
0: I, I just, I, I think with where the team
2: McKinnon, yeah,
0: I just think we're, where the team with where the team's at right now. Um, again, reward one of your guys who has been doing a lot of the little things right and put them with your big guys who are desperately needing to get those little things. Right. Um, I think Logan O'Connor's definitely earned some looks. I don't think he's a long-term solution there, but, um, especially as you're getting guys back from injury and trying to get their legs back under them, I, I don't mind him in that top, top six spot.
2: Yeah. All right. A lot of different options there. Uh, any final thoughts from either of you on the abs roster and, stuff coming up
1: i don't have final thoughts on that but i do have a question fire how uh how do you guys feel about the idea of dnvr bathrobes
2: i so you must have talked to the same guy that i talked to about this
1: i mean it's been a thing percolating for. Has a, it been? <laughs> yeah, for a little while here, and I promised I would ask. I would ask publicly about it. Oh god! Because I mean, I'm like, my answer is no. There are six of you that think this is a good yeah, idea. There's
2: no way enough of you would uh, would buy it. Okay, hey,
1: all right. Well, you guys, you guys are. Is this a manscaped read? <laughs> Cygnus is not the Cygnus. And Morgan, do not get get to, get to answer this.
0: So, so is this like a plushy bathrobe, or is this like a oh like a silk? Well, like, you know what I mean? Because if it's like a nice, like plushy, like what you get at like a real nice hotel, hell yeah.
1: See, Kevin wouldn't buy one. Here we go. I feel feel like that's the
0: real take.
2: (laughs) It's it's neat, but no one would buy any. Yeah,
1: we already already went down this route with hoodies where we were like, oh, if we released this Nathan McKinnon 8-bit as a hoodie, would people buy it? And we got like 1,100 people on Twitter who said yes. And then we made one, and like 14 people bought one.
0: Well, so let's just do robes in like a limited edition run. 20. We'll make 20.
2: Sell them for Get them $1,000 a piece. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. $200 a pop, 20 bathrobes.
1: Yeah, and then these six people that want them would know. They would say, they would, because they're like, I'm going to pay $200 for that shit. Uh,
2: Jorts would not uh, sell to anyone.
0: I, I, I also don't have a final thought on the Avs roster, but I did just want to say... Uh, we did our Hassle Cattle Company read in the last break. I had the Wagyu burger for the first time on Saturday. It got better with every bite. The first time, the first bite I took, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a good burger. And then Hannah was actually looking at me funny because every bite after that, I was like, man, that is, that is good. Mm, <laughs> that's really good. Wow. I really – and she was like, okay, relax. We get it. Yeah, yeah uh but no that that's uh that thing's no joke man
1: every time he mispronounces it i laugh i don't like to correct him because it just sounds funny to me
2: what half this company can't say it correctly how do you say it wag you
1: nobody nobody Uh, saw hannah at the bar the other day
2: yeah it's true i didn't see her there did you know yeah no no (laughs) No, you did not it's true yeah, we were it's there during
0: sick. the CSU game, and uh, she uh, she took off before uh, before Az started.
1: Yeah, he um, he ran out of time on the meter.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snuck that person out through the kitchen, and uh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't afford anymore.
1: Yep, understandable.
2: <laughs> there you go. We can auction off the mom chain too. Great. So I don't have to. I still have it on my counter, just sitting there. So tiny, so cute. It's uh, it's something. All right. Well, I think we're done for the day. So, thank you, everyone. Be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we will be back probably tomorrow. I'm not gonna say 100. We are, but okay, we're back tomorrow. Ali asked
1: me to confirm the week's schedule, and I did it. We're doing six shows this week. We're Everybody has six to get today,
2: over it, baby. Woo! Let's go.
0: Uh,
1: one so, well, one actual serious question for for chat is something that we've been talking about doing. What kind of interest would there be in us doing a? It wouldn't be live because that's how you get DMCA'd, but a pre-recorded film breakdown episode, because it's something that we're talking about doing. Uh, not, not more robe ideas, sorry, but something that we've talked about doing. Again, it wouldn't be a live thing, so we wouldn't be like talking to you, but. Um. If there's interest in it, then maybe it's something that I try and talk Rudo into even more. <laughs> Look, a Ceregio shirt would be something that I would absolutely be interested in. But that's I, just me. Would the
2: opposite of a plumber wear a bathrobe?
1: <laughs> Bro, I don't know. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody's got to do what they've got to do when they get out of the shower. <laughs> I just get dressed. I don't understand this whole bathrobe need, but whatever. Everybody different.
2: Yeah, the only time I want to wear a bathrobe is when I'm
0: like sick. Yeah, but... see, I'm, I'm a going to dry off like while you're still standing at the shower type person and oh. then
2: put your clothes back
0: on dun- and yeah, go dun- on with yeah, dun- your day. With the towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Whoa, Brad, what color is Cerigio? We don't do questions like that on this show. <laughs> I know what you're actually asking, but phrasing, buddy. Yeah, that we have to come up with a color for Sirigio, don't we?
2: What's
0: red? What's, what's opposite of red on the color wheel?
1: Oh, this is we're about to we're about to I mean, hard expose ourselves here. I
0: Feel like you have
2: red and green, and then yellow with Wario. <laughs>
0: green green is opposite red on the color wheel. So great.
2: that's probably
0: why luigi exists yeah 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 yeah.
2: (laughs) the only primary color they don't have is blue
0: so which even then and like waluigi's purple purple is like pretty pretty blue purple
2: yeah yeah i don't know
0: you give him like 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 baby blue
2: it'd be something dumb right it'd be like blue he'd end up like gray Or something stupid. Like silver? Yeah, there you go. Silver Serigio? You're one step away from him being the silver surfer now, so... Yeah.
1: Oh, we should totally have him be a surfer. Yeah. Oh my god, I can just see Marvel shutting this down. (laughs) This stupid joke that we just won't let die. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
2: before this goes off the rails, we're out of here. here. Thank you, everyone. We love you all. Again, be sure to like and subscribe. It helps us a ton on YouTube. Rome. We will be back tomorrow, probably wearing bathrobes in Chrome. Until then, we'll talk to you later. Yes, Chrome.